Hi Prashant. Hi Arvind. Welcome to Hi. another episode of the Bracket Analysis. This is our second episode. The first okay. episode was pretty good, you know. Uh, we had quite a few people who listened in and you know gave us a lot of feedback. Thank you to all our listeners, and uh, uh, welcome all of you to our, our second episode. Uh, we're going to be talking today about. Uh, the semi-finals of the Toyota Thailand Open and uh, the finals. So, how was your uh, how was your weekend, Arvind? It was good. It was good. I had some fun, and uh, yeah, I watched these matches also. It was good. That's great. Yeah, I watched the matches as well, and uh, it was quite exciting to you know see all the uh, semi-final matches, especially uh, the match with uh, Ratchanok and Taizu. Uh, the match with Victor and Chow Tien Chen. I thought the semi-finals were were really really good. Yes, was very good, very high quality matches. Even the match with Carolina Marin and Ansi Young was uh, was pretty uh, was pretty good. I uh, f- this was my first time I was watching a match of uh, of Ansi Young playing, and okay. I thought she played phenomenally well. Just 18 years old. Yes. Uh, yes, typical yeah, Korean, typical Korean uh, rally player, very safe, no fancy shots, uh, just working on the rallies. Do you think that is because she is uh, young and she doesn't have the range of strokes, or is it? Do you think that's her natural game? No, Koreans and Japanese are generally uh, playing this game where uh, they they are uh, their game is based on rallies. Rather than uh, fancy shots or tricky shots, I would not call them fancy, but tricky or you know they are not playmakers. They 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 rely on making the opponents tired. Koreans and Japanese are very similar. You see the Japanese girls; they all are on rally-based uh, game, right? Uh, also the Koreans, for example, Park Park Sunhyung, the the girl who plays in right. BBL, uh, yeah. she's also a rally player, and uh, this young one is also the same. They all follow the same uh, pattern. Is this Whereas because? See, yes. Is this, is this because there is more focus on fitness uh, yes. in these two countries, and they yes. believe that being fit is more important than uh, yes. uh, skill? Like yes, I guess. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. That's their fundamental thinking in these two countries, especially. Even back in the days, they were like that. Um, even now, they are like that. Okay, that's wonderful. So, uh, it's it's going to be. I, I guess she can only get stronger and better from here, right? I mean, she she's already yes. beaten. She's already beaten Marin once, and you yes. know, coming back and playing a pretty. It definitely wasn't one-sided for sure. She no. played a balanced match, even though Marin was definitely strong, stronger. Uh, Marin also seems supremely fit in her uh, uh, game and you know in her fitness uh, in, in in general and. I don't think uh, you know, uh, and and Si Young had any chance against uh, uh, Marin, considering how much right. of experience Marin has had, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, only thing is, uh, it, she'll become stronger now. She's only 18. She'll get stronger. She'll get more mature, and then you know she will be more solid. At the moment, she's young. Uh, rallies are not holding so much uh, longer, uh, but once she figures out the opponents. uh you see she will be one of the best in the world wow and she's young 
yeah. so looking forward to seeing her uh, uh, play more and you know consistently make the top 10 she's already number 9 in the world it's it's also good oh. to see a lot of juniors i saw uh, right. another yes. match with the uh, 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 Mariska Tunjung I think she played Taizu mm-hmm. and that was a good match as well was it, I, I I believe she was uh junior world champion uh junior world number 1 before and you know she's been playing consistently well and mm-hmm. uh there was another person another girl I think uh who played uh uh, uh Marin I think uh she mm-hmm. uh was from turkey the first ever turkish okay. player to you know mm. make it to the quarter finals of uh super uh, of the super 1000 like in wow. in any discipline be it men singles wow. doubles mixed doubles women's doubles the first ever from turkey i thought that mm. was very very commendable isn't it right yeah yeah coming from turkey and doing this uh, coming this far is uh, very very good yeah amazing all right let's get yeah. to it. let's talk about Uh, sure. Three matches. So the first one. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about this match with uh, Ansi, uh, with Rachanok and Taizu. Uh, and right. you know, uh, Arvind, uh, you, I, I won the, I, I won the bet. <laughs> you, you ah, yes. Twenty sixteen <laughs> is good enough for me. Twenty <laughs> sixteen is good enough for me to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you won the bet. Uh, it was close. I, I almost thought I was going to lose when uh, Rachnok was right. leading twenty sixteen in the third set. I was right. like, it's done for Taizu. But yeah, know, Taizu showed showed what a phenomenal player she is coming back yes. from twenty sixteen. But. Um, Overall, really, really great match. Uh, I think yeah. it, it felt like watching, uh, you know, uh, Taizu play against herself. Like both the players have similar styles, and it was such a pleasure. It was such a treat to watch uh, watch them play. Yes. There were some good long rallies as well, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. And uh, for me, one disappointing thing about Rachanok is her body language. Honestly, it should be much better than what she actually behaves. um you know even in the second game when it was 12 all from there she started showing uh, bad body language about uh, being tired and the long rallies you know is hurting her somehow she just falls even when it's not necessary and uh, it's it's that actually is probably why she lost the the ma- match from 2016 because i totally believe that uh, this motivates the opponent you know this motivated taizu to stick on till the end even if it was 2016 it motivated taizu to not give up and uh, you see the end result because of that you know so she has to have a better body language honestly speaking i think that's the first thing i would uh, i would comment on this whole match so it's fascinating that you you should say that i mean uh, 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 rachanok is obviously you know a uh, top five champion number 5 in she the was world champion Oh she was ah, world champion she, as well. I she think. was. Yeah yeah, she was when she was 19 or 20, very young when she won wow. the world championship. Wow. Yeah. I, I do know that she was world number 1 and you know she, yes. I think she was world number 1 for a couple of weeks when she won three back to back tournaments uh and I guess in 2016 or 17. I I need to mm. do a little more research yeah. and come prepared for yeah. our uh, uh podcast but um it's surprising that you know people who have performed so well who have done so well still exhibit bad body language do you think yeah. that's something that is is an aspect of their personality do you think that's something that you can work on and improve 
yes for sure uh, see she comes from a very conservative background all right and um, you know somewhere uh, she's just happy uh, doing what she's doing but in that bargain somewhere she she loses out on these finer aspects of the game look at marin even though she has had an injury when she made the comeback her body language was similar to what it is even now right even with a pain she will show a good body language um that's the difference uh, and uh, i think you know this is something that can be definitely worked on and if rachanok can do that i think it will change her game altogether in fact the opponents would be very surprised with this new change that's but definitely something that can be worked on yeah that's very very interesting that that you say that yeah. and do you think that played a significant role in her yes. losing the game yes 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 i totally believe that in this match especially sometimes it helps her you know uh just to show that she's tired and then she's actually not so tired also uh but then it fools the opponent a bit which is okay this is legal fooling you would call it which is okay, okay. but i think with taizu in this match particularly it's perder on to catch up from 1620 otherwise even at 12 all in the second it was almost done but but then this really helped taizu i would believe but not to not to undermine this whole thing about how taizu caught up right from you know second game mm-hmm. uh, i think she played an excellent game stuck to these long rallies uh, it's very hard playing someone similar to her game she now understands what uh, she obviously understands what it is to play herself it's it's uh, very similar but uh, yeah hats off to her for holding on this long match yeah i mean when it getting back from 16 20 in the third set yeah Unbelievable. That's like Rachnok had four match point opportunities, and yeah. the the last point that Taizu won to equalize at twenty all was a forty one shot rally. I think mm. that is incredible for both players. One, okay, obviously Taizu for Taizu she, she you know she uh, couldn't have given up, but for Rachnok to fight on and you know. like to she she really really wanted that win but it was very right. very uh, amazing that Taizu held on and once she equalized i think it was it was always going to be Taizu's with advantage yeah right yeah advantage was on her side yeah apart from that i think uh, having these long rallies you know exploiting the backcourt uh, areas both of them because um, both of them like to play their their uh, what do you say uh, attacking shots from the net actually because um, they are so deceptive from the net both like to play from the net so they are always looking at the front corner of the court whereas the back corner is always exploited um, from the opponent and both are trying to you know catch at the back because then these guys go, go slowly at the back you could see that both are trying to catch each other on the back uh, that was wonderful to watch because they know you can't give a chance at the net for either of them because they're and, so good uh, they're so good yeah both know know that but then you can't give everything to the back right you have right. to give something to the net and then once you give something to the net there's a deceptive shot coming and right. then you have to catch at the back because then the back flanks are open so it was wonderful to watch uh, each other uh, you know tricking each other that's a, that's that's amazing well for for one i'm glad that taizu won and she you know yeah, went sure. to the finals and yeah. i would definitely love to see more of rachnok and uh, uh you know taizu play but more more rachnok to come to more of these uh, quarter finals yes. finals and finals uh, i think it was it was wonderful 
Uh, do you know if she qualified for the world tour next week? I think I think they did. I think they did including Sindhu. Yeah. Including Sindhu. Right. Including Sindhu. I heard uh, Sindhu also qualified. Right. Yeah, I I, I heard uh, Martin It Cross, was her uh, say that uh, yeah. uh this world tour finals we have an Olympic champion. we have a world right. champion and we have a world number 1 and all three are three uh, like all of them are three different players different style <laughs> correct not just correct. different style but yeah. three different players usually you have someone who's an olympic champion who's also happens to be a world number 1 or who's correct, a world correct. champion but this yes. time we have three players who have different. won three major you know the current reigning world champion the current reigning olympic champion and the current world number 1 mm. so it's mm. it's going to be it's going to be fun uh, i think next week correct uh what about the second uh, the, the men's uh, uh semi final that victor and chauti oh, yeah. w- what are your yeah. thoughts on how that match went i know we discussed this uh, immediately after the match also right i told you uh, some things that i noticed um, immediately uh, which i think chau made a big mistake was of course um, there were rumors that uh, victor has some sickness or he's he has a cold he's not able to breathe properly even the commentators were saying the same thing it it apparently everybody knew this so i think uh, chaus uh, strategy was to engage victor in long rallies to tire him out but i totally uh, believe that even though the long rallies were done it was done at slow pace there's a difference between playing slow slow paced long rallies and fast paced long rallies i think chau uh, did uh, the pace was too slow for victor considering that victor is so tall and you know his reach is so good the pace of the rally should have been long uh, faster and it should have been longer right and then probably chau could have exploited this whole weakness of victor which he knew uh, but the pace was too slow for victor and uh, with his reach uh, it was very easy for victor i thought so, so, so that was a big strategy mistake can you shed some light on what do you mean by pace of the rallies like it, the way i interpret it or to you know right. my knowledge is okay a rally is put more you know tosses more back court and then moving right. around the court so when you the moment yes. you start tossing uh, to the back right. court it almost feels like you know you are slowing down the uh, uh, match itself so what do you mean by increasing the pace of a rally it's just the connection point of your shot like let's say chau wants to engage uh, victor in some rallies he the the connection of the racket to the shuttle should be higher than what was uh, you know what he has done he uh, the slope in slow pace rallies the connection is below the knee for example mm-hmm. from from the net areas mm-hmm. okay but in fast pace rallies the connection the touching point of the racket and the shuttle will be somewhere at the tape of the net okay okay and when you do your when you play your shots from the back court from the back court your your you'll connect at the highest point available whereas if you see these rallies chau was connecting at much lower than what he could have connected okay at least half a feet lower then what happens the shuttle is traveling that half a feet uh, longer right and that extra time victor has for reaction interesting he should not be giving that yeah he should be catching the shuttle much faster and higher if it's near the net or at the back half half a feet or 1 feet and from there he should execute all the shots right. which then gives victor lesser time to react that fraction of a sec- second lesser right and repeat that over a period of time 
and then you exploit the other guy's weakness which is the fitness which is yeah. the fitness yeah i did notice that yes. this was one of the things that i instinct uh, immediately noticed is that chao tian chen was especially at the net uh, he was taking yes. the shuttle leaving so it low, low below his knee so yes low. and that's I, not done and especially with someone like victor if you happen to take the shuttle from much lower at the net it also has yeah. a tendency to lob up and victor is right there waiting to kill it and he did that a couple of times yes um, yes and, yes and, and that immediately would have made this guy confidence low you know right. he's like hey i want to do long, long rallies but somehow victor is getting the points right and then the then the confidence goes right and also apparently he was on the better side you know the side where the drift is uh, lesser victor is it that means no oh, chao okay chao was on the better side okay. in the first game okay and uh, he should have definitely connected the shuttle much higher than what he did okay of course you can always uh, tell this after the match you don't know the level of fitness chao was in right it's not easy to penetrate like that also right right but yeah that was the idea and he should have done that the the other thing that i did notice is that chao tian chen had a really slow start in both the sets I think he gave away a lot of points in the beginning. I I I think in the second set he was or or even in the first yeah. set he was probably you know yeah. down like 5 points. 17? Yeah. Yeah. 5 yeah. 5 6. Yeah. That's that's gone if you're 17 down or 28 down or 411 down then it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, but he did he did pretty well to fight back and it it was it yeah. definitely did feel like a one-sided match when you look at the scores although you know when yeah. you watch the match yeah. it, it was surely a one-sided match oh yeah it showed 57 minutes or something for two games right it was well yeah. fought for sure but there was no yeah. doubt in anyone's mind that victor was going to win it he was he dominated like right. completely dominated, throughout the yeah. match he was always leading always and, leading uh, yeah. Uh, yeah it 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 always felt like chao tian chen was trying to play catch up and every time he got close victor would just pull away again and Correct. Uh, uh, at no point in time did it feel like he was going to threaten victor or there was a chance of him trying to take the match away from victor uh uh the the other mm. uh, thing that i noticed uh, and uh, was also that the few times that chao tian chen scored he was attacking mm-hmm. and mm. for a majority of the match he was happy to let victor dictate the pace of the game and he was mm. just sort of replying okay you you i get a shot i'm going to play it back but he never tried to create openings and tried to you know get points it almost always yeah. felt like i'm going to keep engaging with this until victor makes a mistake and i'm going to score my points of my opponent's mistakes as opposed to mm. trying and and getting your either forcing your opponent to make a mistake or trying to score winners so right. he he didn't do that for a majority of the match uh um, yeah that w- w- what do you think about was that no, a no you said it right was that a strategy no you said that absolutely no it's it's even though it's a, he must have thought he will tire him out mm-hmm. and uh, you know uh, wait for the mistake from the opponent but that never happens at uh, at the highest level never i'm surprised he even thought that way uh so wrong strategy you you got that right prashant you, you got that right yeah his 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 strategy was wrong yeah right expecting the opponent to make mistake and give points is never a, a good strategy. best strategy in badminton yeah no and i think that can happen at lower levels but not at this level at this level right and i think yeah. guy you did mention to me that 
you know even though vector is sick if you play at this pace he could continue to play for yes. like he, he could play all day at this pace yeah. if you wanted yeah even he could play for 3 hours if you wanted yeah. to yeah but that yeah. just goes yeah. to show how fit people uh, the players are at this level that even if you are yes. sick and you, we, we all know that vector has uh, 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 you know zol constantly battled asthma throughout his uh, yes. breathing, uh, breathing issues throughout his career but even at, at, despite that uh, uh, you know uh, issue health issue that he has his fitness is so supreme that at this level he can continue to play uh, correct if your opponent doesn't really push him correct correct exactly so that was that was a great semi final match uh, to watch uh, yeah. i i was hoping that uh, uh, you know chautian chen would would avenge his defeat at the all england finals to victor but that was not to be uh, this time yeah. hopefully you know he turn things around in the world tour finals mm-hmm. let's see uh coming to today's finals uh finals women's singles and women's singles i i don't think we should even talk about the men's singles it was so one sided oh yeah um yeah. yeah. said that he doesn't remember the last time he won even one set against victor even in practice wow <laughs> oh god did he say that yeah, okay he said that he has uh, didn't even win like he doesn't even remember when was the last time he won so uh, of course age is a big difference uh yes and uh vitting has apparently had his flight booked out of uh, bangkok back to denmark and he had to change it because he never expected that he would make it this far and he never expected to be in the finals so right uh, makes sense yeah So I don't think he he even imagined there was any chance of him you know winning against Victor. Right. And the score Yeah yeah that age you know 35 is a lot for any sport. I think at the moment you know he had a baby last uh, I think 6 months ago and uh, he's pretty much uh, preparing himself for a retired life. I think he coaches a bit. He does some podcast uh you know. So he's pretty much retired I would say. But, but getting this far would have surprised himself and uh, you know he would have basically enjoyed himself uh, this week but arvin so. did you beat victor uh, did, did you beat victor and betting is in the german open and i guess you were i think my motivation levels were much higher than what bittingos has right now because he's already been like the top uh, top 10 in the world for many years he's won a few grand prix gold events and i think for him right now the motivation is just to go be in the circuit play a few tournaments enjoy himself and come but whereas my motivation was always to win a big event which i had not done before right. and i was uh, super strong with that and uh, i think that's what uh, is the difference yeah uh, i was 35 too i know and i won the german <laughs> yeah, you open yeah you were 35 and i yeah. guess betting is was probably 27 around that time when you beat him <laughs> Uh, yes no 30 exactly 5 years ago 2014 right oh yeah 2014 man 7 <laughs> years ago it's to to 2021 i totally uh, uh, discounted 2020 <laughs> yeah yeah I, i'm sure <laughs> 2020 we, is not a year at all <laughs> i'm sure we we all we, we all discount, we all discounted 2020 yeah. discount, we all give we all get to live a year longer than we would have <laughs> yes 2020 never happened never happened 
Yeah. So let's let's talk about uh, Taizu versus yeah, Marin. Repeat of last week's yes. uh, final in terms of you know at least uh, uh, pairing, but uh, the result was the same again. Straight set loss for yes. Taizu. I am very disappointed. Even though I love Marin, yes. I have a lot yes. of respect for Marin, and I yeah. uh, she's extremely inspiring. Uh, and yeah. you know, I'm, I'm happy that she won. Uh, but you know, my heart's with Taizu. I wanted Taizu to win, and you know, it didn't happen. Mm. What do you yeah. think about the match, Evan? I think uh, strategically uh, it was on the backhand side of uh, Taizu, which was exploited a lot today. And uh, I think Taizu would have thought, oh, it's okay if, they, if she puts it on my backhand side because then it's the backhand for Marin also because it's left hand. But then uh, I think Marin had her strategies well, very good in place, and uh, just exploited on the backhand side. If you see, majority of the points in the first game was on the backhand corner in the front and the back. Right. Errors came from the back, but weak shots, uh, weak shots from uh, Taizu came from the neck. Uh, backhand side was uh, where it, where the whole match went, and I think a momentary lapse of concentration at 14 all in the was it 14 all 14 13 something like that. Well, Taizu was leading 11 9 at the the midway mark in the first set, and then she allowed Marin to catch up and then pull away from there, and then Taizu had to fight back. Yes, yes, yes. That's. I think these were the two points. Backhand side of Taizu was well exploited from the net. Taizu gave away very weak shots from the from the net, and from the back she made she made a lot of unforced errors. And then a couple of points, I think she lost focus, which is very typical of Taizu right. to lose focus. And uh, like even you mentioned that, right? right? You, you, it's very clear that she loses focus. Yeah, sometimes. there's something And, about Taizu where you know she does incredibly well for a period of time, And then just when correct. when she has everything going yeah. for her, it almost feels like she switches off and. Then mm-hmm. allows the opponent to catch up, and we saw this even against Rachinok when she was leading. She she would let Rachinok pull away, and then it's almost like she would have. She has to. It, it's like a, a, a fight till the death kind of a situation. She she always she gets into that situation. That situation. Yes, uh, and you know I, I, we've we've spoken about this many times. When when you are. When you have an opportunity to win, you just have to finish it. The longer you're delaying it, yeah. uh, that you you yeah. risk losing the match. And with Taizu, it almost feels like when she's got the opportunity to win, she almost lets her opponent get back in the game, and then she has to fight for it. Right. Correct. Um, yeah. So so yeah, basically, it was this was the uh, point uh, where I think Taizu lost. Uh, and also, uh, uh, if you see the matches, the commentary was saying, right, that she was in the good end at the beginning. Right. She was at the good end, and still she couldn't win that game. And then you see what Marin did in the second; she lost her way through. Right. 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 So, so not good enough, I thought. And also, for all you know, the three games that she played against Ratchanok must have really uh, pulled her fitness down. It happens. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, if you played long played. matches. Yeah. She also played Long a match. three-game match against Michelle Lee, and then after that, the right. North was three. There you go. And then, yeah, it's not easy. Whereas Marin had all two-two games. Yes, majority. Right. All all yes. of her games yeah. in this uh, uh, tournament were. Yeah, you know, that's that's actually a big difference. 
that's a big difference so there were three observations that i made uh, arvind and i'd like to give right. your thoughts on them the first one was i felt like marin in general is a very fast player and i felt like she, out the gate she's always attacking but also her speed in this in this particular game was much faster than that of tyson she was getting mm-hmm. to the shadow faster she was moving around faster she was you know when tries to try to exploit her uh, backhand uh, side uh, in the back of the court mm-hmm. uh, you know marin always got there faster and took those overhead shots and in general she just seemed faster she got a couple of really good taps on the uh, near the net where where she hit it on mm-hmm. tyson's body and, you know so did you feel like her pace was much faster than that of tyson's definitely see uh, also she was in the uh, what we call the bad court right the faster uh, where the yeah the faster court so she has to be faster that uh, that uh, court and it was clear that she was also trying to exploit on the backhand side of tyson and then the back end side for marin is expo- uh, exposed right and then she was covering it nicely right this whole thing made a difference for marin she covered it nicely she got there extra fast and this made taizu think that hey my my shots are go- probably going mid court you know the difference is very little at that level right and that made taizu hit the shot harder and that made unforced errors right you see a lot of them from the back went out yeah especially the, the back. crucial point where she was behind set yes, tosses went she out she came back and then yes. you know when she had an usually, opportunity to equalize she hit that last shot right. at 20 or yes. could have been 20 or usually usually when you play from the uh, good court which is a slower court it seldom goes out at the back but here in the first game five or six shots have gone out at the back clearly shows that taizu was trying to do that extra one bit and this was forced by marin yes and this was actually forced by marin otherwise it's not easy to hit out you know generally you don't hit out you hit mid court okay and this was forced by marin so god so great great i think strategically very good and uh, if you have had your strategies in place that means you are also physically very fit so i think marin was also fit winning back to back is not easy right uh, good good overall for marin the second observation that i made and uh, is right. is that taizu has this trademark shot which she plays cross court backhand near the net you know where net. yeah mm-hmm. and it felt like marin was always ready for it to shuttle any time Taizu tried to do that. I don't think she scored a winner off of that shot mm-hmm. uh, uh, against uh, uh, Taizu uh, against Marin in this right. match. Marin was always ready, and mm-hmm. in fact, every time tried, Taizu tried to play that shot, she either ended up making a mistake, and you know either hit it out or it didn't cross the net, or if she managed to get it across, Marin was right there, ready to tap it and you know score a winner. Do you think? that Taizu is people have like her opponents have figured out this is a Taizu shot is it possible definitely definitely uh, people know that that's her favorite shot she uses it more often than it's needed so i think now Taizu should be like i'll use it little lesser i'll use it more sparingly you know i'll i'll make make it uh, may, play that shot very very less because it definitely feels like the people have figured it out and uh, also also marin is a left hander she gets it very easy on the left side right right uh, yeah that with marin she should in fact not be using it even once and then after four matches she should use it once or twice oh, that's yeah. that's really that will be a surprise that's really interesting because yeah. you have to hold back from you have to hold side which means it comes to marin's forehand and it's easy for marin to yes. score unlike the other right hander players 
interesting correct correct so yeah, yeah. i mean a uh, little bit of a disappointment for me that uh, tiger didn't win but i'm also very happy that uh, uh, you know marin won and we got to see a good match i'm hoping that tiger can win uh, the world tour finals uh, but overall a great weekend of you know great matches uh, good to see you know the players win and excellent victor again won two back to back tournaments uh, phenomenal i'm hoping that uh, the japanese yeah. come back and play in the world tour finals do you know if momota is going to be in the world tour um we don't know uh, i know that some of the japs have uh, quali- qualified mm-hmm. uh, i don't know if momota qualified actually but i know nishimoto has qualified so we have to see if they if they can prove their uh, you know health status uh, Uh, okay then i'm sure they will come that will be interesting to see these japanese play that wonderful awesome arvind yeah. thank you for your time and uh let's uh look for looking forward to you know talking about uh next week's uh, matches let's uh we're uh, let's also try and get some guests on this call uh for uh, next week we have some interesting guests sure. lined up uh it's going to be more fun right. to talk about uh, uh the matches with them Uh thanks Arvind and uh have uh, have a great uh rest of the uh week. <laughs> yeah. Thank you Prashant and thank you uh, all listeners. Uh, uh thanks. All right. Bye Arvind. Okay.